This episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey Jamie, why so glum? Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more. Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate. How are you going to do that? Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp, the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere? That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable, wherever it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. They can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them. So will they get the right therapist for them? BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason, they can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Wow, that's really good. Well, what can we offer the listeners to get them started? Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. So all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. Exactly, my friend. Now, doesn't that make you feel better? Yes, bro. That's so much more off my mind. Hey guys, welcome to the new and improved Two Men No Hope, where we and Jamie have decided to discard our standard names and go for a more natural name. My name is now Whack, after the sound of Jamie punched me in the face. And uh, Jamie's name is now after uh, Charlotte when he asked to do something. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Got to crack that whip, Jamie, didn't you? <laughs> well, it's definitely getting cracked on me, mate. I am definitely not wearing the trousers in this relationship. <laughs> but as the year comes to an end, we are now in December... Everyone's getting their uh, Spotify wrapped, and I hope our podcast is up there in your top five of uh, podcasts of the year. It has been for a and, few uh, listeners, isn't it? Yeah. We've now got uh, 29 five stars on Spotify. People leaving comments. We've got, um, I think we hit, what did I say? It was 40, no, we'll be 37 in the comedy charts in God, Good Pods. Yeah. Um, we passed 100 subscribers on YouTube. It is all kicking off. And next year is going to only be bigger. Fingers crossed. Bigger and um, better. Bigger and better. But please, uh, like always, leave them stars, leave them comments. Send those emails to keep us going. Um, as we've said before, our Christmas-ish episode will be coming up. Um I think we decided the Friday was the 23rd, so that would be our Christmas episode. We were spitballing a few ideas. Um, we were talking about doing a secret Santa for me and Jamie. Um, I will be getting that disapproving Dan if we do it. That's all I want. That would be my You can't gift. send anything like over-sexualised <laughs> to my house, Dan. Cause it, can you imagine if I get sent to like the post office and they accidentally open it? That's what I always panic about. 
We open it, it's a 12-inch black dildo. I'm 450 miles away, Jamie. That's my problem. <laughs> um, we um, we talked about maybe having some... Uh, if any of the listeners have got stories and they would like to appear, we could give them a phone call. So I have a few video call to listeners if anyone's interested. If you are, leave comments. And if, you know what I mean, if people are interested, we'll bugger that idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Games... Games, um, yeah, of course. Ho- yeah, hopefully, stories from you guys. Any funny Christmas parties? St- I'm sure everyone's got a funny Christmas story. I've got or even one, like a saving. tragic gift story would be fucking brilliant. Oh yeah, we love an unwanted gift story. Yeah. Just overload us. Yeah, I mean, we'll uh, we'll make it a good episode, and we'll see what we come up with. But if you have any ideas that you would like to hear or see in our Christmas-ish episode. Let us know. And that's enough of me talking, Jamie. How's your week been? That was a very good, I've got to say, Dan, by the way. All that admin at the beginning. That was quite good. Oh, God. I tell you, I almost <laughs> held my breath. I think when I breathe is when I start to think and I correct myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've been all right. I've got better, finally, after my fucking chest infection. I, I've been like a mess for a week finally got over it and I'm just happy to be back to normal now had yeah, no dramas pretty drama free week so you coughed a lot in the last episode oh mate that was I didn't notice after. it but <laughs> I mean we all it. fucking sniff pretty much the whole way through the thing but coughing yeah when I was editing actually I did catch a couple a couple coughs yeah, I, I cut quite a bit out of the audio, but still, some of it I couldn't avoid because it was like during my laughing and stuff. Oh, yeah, but that's when you're mostly going to cough, isn't it, when you're laughing? Mm, yeah. But, um... It's the weather, man. Like it's the, it's a... fucking freezing, and, uh... I caught a cold from a guy at work, and then that turned into, turned into a chest infection, and that's all it needs with this weather. It just, like, sits on my mm-hmm. chest. Yeah. I haven't I smoked in five hit. weeks, though. Fucking hell, man. Well done. That's mental. Yeah, man. I completely it hadn't even thought about it, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's how much I've been to that. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> just just oh, not man. even on my radar, Jamie. <laughs> how have you been? Um... Yeah, I've been fine. Same old shit. A couple of things are old uh, blowing my trumpet, if if you like my, my phrasing. There's two things, right? So, I have a bit of a rant. It's going to be a very Dan Heavy beginning of the episode. So, there's two things. There's one thing is that I hate the fact that when someone finds out your fucking name, that automatically makes them friends in their eyes. The amount of people that I've no idea they fucking are at work, and they come past me and they they stand in a fucking line, and they're like, "See you tomorrow, Dan," and expect me to shake their hand, and I'm like, "I don't know who the fuck you are." Like, well, they want what, you to what, shake their hand every day. Yeah, as they as they're leaving and when they come in, because Tell they know them to my get name. a fucking life, Dan. Like, you, you, like, there's no need for that much personal contact. Oh, mate. And when like when I'm going for a piss and they're like, someone's like, "Oh, busy day, Dan." 
and I was looking. I give him the dirtiest <laughs> look, and I'm like, "Who the fuck? Where the fuck did you find my name out from?" Like seriously, like what's going on right now? But people are like that. The same like when we worked in retail with a name badge, because a customer automatically now knows your name. It's like your fucking family or something. It's like I don't, yeah. This I'm asked. I'm told to wear this. I don't want you to know my name. Just don't don't even go there. I remember. Um... You know I mean? when we was in retail I got because I always thought of myself as like a young lad like not a not quite a, a man yet because we were young yeah and then I remember this woman going t- to a little kid tell the tell do this or the man's going to tell you off and I was like looking around for the oh, man I hate that. I was looking around <laughs> for the man I was like where the fuck's this geezer that's going to tell this baby off <laughs> she's talking about me and I was like I could be I his big brother <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, it like it's different, like with the podcast, because people are gonna say, "Oh, a couple of episodes, Dan, you said if we ever saw you, come up and say hello." But mm. I'm on the podcast. I've told you my name, and I'm pretty open. Like anyone that listens to the podcast is basically family. The stuff we've fucking told each other. Yeah, yeah, that's different, right? But like, if you just walked into a building with like eighty people, and you overhear someone shout my name. That doesn't make. That, I didn't tell you my name. Don't come up to me and act like we're fucking buddies. You know? mm. Le- the last thing on my fucking mind when I'm standing in a factory is talking to you. Yeah, true. <laughs> I do. I do think if you went to an all-inclusive holiday in like Turkey, saying you'd hate it, Dan, because they, once they get hold of your name, you're their best mate for that oh, week, mate. mate. They're all over you, innit? That's why I'm giving them a wrong name and they'd be shouting it. <laughs> <laughs> so you fucking ignored him. Don't know you talking about, mate. That's not me. I um. The oh, reason brother. I touched on that is because I've been talking to one of the guys that I know, and um, he was talking about the sunbed wars going on abroad. Like, have you seen it on TikTok at all? Where you got like the Germans and the English fighting for sunbeds at the fucking no. all-inclusive resorts. Like they're coming out no, of their room at like ten past four in the morning, three in the morning. To put a fucking towel on a sunbed to reserve the sunbed the next day for themselves. I thought you weren't allowed to do that. I thought that was a no. Well, this is what you the the videos on TikTok is now they're been banned from doing that, or people are sabotaging the travellers, or there's like a crowd of people waiting at like seven in the morning when the pool guy opens the pool, and there's just like a herd of people running towards all the sunbeds with their fucking towels. It's like fucking cattle, mate. <laughs> And he was like, he was at a place and he was sitting there talking to his missus and he could hear this Geordie couple behind him. And the Geordie bloke was like, I'm not going to do the accent because my fucking accents are terrible, yeah? It'll end up being Nigerian. But um, the geezer was like, oh yeah, I wake up at quarter past four, I have a smoke and a coffee and then I head over and put my towels down. And this is at like 10 o'clock at night, yeah? So this guy mm-hmm. is deliberately giving himself like five hours sleep to reserve a sunbed, bruv. He's Fuck a dickhead. Man. I'll be in the pool, hanging about in the pool, man. It's fucking hot. Me and Charlotte, when we were abroad, yeah, we're, as you know, we're avid holiday goers, yeah. yeah. I literally, I do not wake up early in the morning, as you know, when I don't have to. I will get up yeah. about 10 o'clock, go to uh, breakfast. Then I'll mosey on over to the pool. I'll sit there and have a little cocktail. And then I'll wait and see if there's a pool, a uh, little sunbed open. 
and I just slap my bag down on it, and, it, and that's me done for the day. I'm not going to be waiting around at six in the morning. I'm I'm like not even asleep sometimes at that time. I was watching when I was in Crete. I was watching the basketball at three in the morning because that's how late it was on there. Mm. And them cunts are going and putting their fucking things down. Fuck but they're the same dickheads, Dan. That once they get your name, that's it. They know you forever. That's why I don't like going on holiday. Do you know who knows my name in my house, Jamie? No one. <laughs> That's why I like it. <laughs> so another thing happened at work that pissed me off. Apart from the people knowing my name. Because that does really annoy me. Because I'm in like a world of my own as well. And you just get people yelling it. And I just... You know my dirty looks. You've worked me for a long time. So I'll give them one of them. So... I told you what day it was. Thursday last Thursday so a week the the factory has just got like a new canteen put in right cost them like half a million or something with this fucking canteen full of bloody prison benches and shit and I couldn't be bothered to make my lunch so I was like oh no I went into Greg's in the morning there was a fucking queue and I was like I'm not standing there so I only got 20 minutes so I fucking left <coughs> went up there for my lunch and I was like oh this is a bit swanky the guy there's like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. I'm like, yeah. And I was like, I can still take food away, right? And he's like, no. I'm like, what? He's like, nah, Frank, the big boss, he, he wants you to eat in the canteen with everyone else. So that was it. I was off then. I was like, what? What? I'm paying for food here and I can't do what the fuck I want with it. He's like, no. And I was like, half of these fucking people don't wash their hands when they go to the toilet. I'm not sitting eating chips with someone's dick stink on their fucking fingers while I'm trying to eat. I'm like, no, it's not happening. So I was like, fuck this, and I walked up. So then I went to the food van across the road and ordered a burger. And then what's the guy doing? Sticking his fucking hands in everything. Ugh. Even like like he put some... It was a fancy boat. It was called the Odin. It had um, sun-dried tomatoes, which were in a jar. Pulled, the, pulled them out with his fingers, put them in my burger. Then he got some onion chutney on a spoon, just pushed it off with his finger onto the burger. Then he sliced the burger up, picked it up with his hands and put it in my burger. I'm just like, I've had enough today. I'm just going to fucking... Did you did you see <laughs> him at not... least wash his hands? He's in a fucking food truck. No, I didn't see his wash his hands. Oh, mate. The pandemic never happened. It almost It's just obliterated. It's never happened. People don't wash their hands anymore. Everyone's spitting everywhere. Touching my food. I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Until the pandemic, oh, I did God, not realise how dirty... How, how many dirty bastards there are in this fucking world, yeah? Because I'm now... When I go to a pub, I'm now conscious of the fact of what men are doing in the toilet. Yeah. Like, whether they're washing their hands on the way out. Do you know what I mean? And I'll be standing there at the urinal when I know there's a geezer just come out the cubicle by me or whatever and he's gone towards the uh, exit. And I would tell you, probably seven out of ten men walk straight out the door after yeah. fucking washing their, not washing their hands at all. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Dirty bastards. The worst the worst thing that I've seen like in a couple of weeks ago is what I call, now call dry rubbing. Oh, God. So you Do know I when know a guy has got no one a guy has got piss on his hands because he'll turn around, he won't wash them, he'll just take the blue roll and then he'll dry rub them into dry the piss into his hands and then leave. That's animalistic. 
That's disgusting, isn't it? That oh is shit! I've got diabolical. piss on my hands. I'll just get some blue roll, rub it in till it's dry. Oh, that's better. I'm all good now. No, mate, you ran under the water. <laughs> Do people have no Fucking, like oh. common decency, man? That's how. That's why the COVID spread so quickly, you know, because there's all yes. the dirty cunts in this world. Exactly. We still have people at work that are wearing masks. They'll pull their mask down. They'll bring up a fucking massive spit on the floor and then put their mask back up. Jesus Christ. Where, where like, are you working are you now? Are you working mask? in fucking Baghdad? Oh, what mate, the fuck is going Baghdad. on? <laughs> why, is, why did we come out at the same place? <laughs> War zone, isn't it? That's, that's all I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Baghdad. Right, that's enough of me moaning. Let's let's help some people, Jamie. Let's improve my mood. Let's stop talking about pee hands. By the way, anyone that's listening, please wash your hands. Thanks. <laughs> Whether right, we so tell got... adults that. Well, we're not going to go into that. So um, we've got two funny ones. Well, two. We can make and then two semi-serious ones. So what I'm going to do is because I want to end on funny, is we'll do serious, funny, serious, funny. Okay. In that order. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start with this one, if I've got the right one, because <laughs> I've done that before as well. <laughs> um, so this guy likes the show, obviously, and uh, he says, "Do you have any advice for a fellow man in need?" I'm off work at the moment as I've broken my leg in a biking accident. I'm not getting paid any sick pay and it's crushing me losing so much money this close to Christmas. A guy I work with said to claim against our company for the loss of earnings and lack of care towards me. Would you do it and basically burn bridges with the company or wait it out or have another six weeks off with no pay? Thanks. That's mental. Yeah, it's 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 a hard one because, like, what I did five years contracting in the place that I'm working now before I got made a full time member of staff, and if I had hurt myself seriously, I wouldn't have got paid sick pay. But I just ran the risk yeah, of if you would, not getting paid. Do you know what I mean? If you would hurt yourself though, because of them, they would have to pay you something. If it's at work, then I think they'd have to look after you. And there is special circumstances where they have looked after people that are like got cancer and stuff and going through a hard time. So it's all depending mm. on the. I like. I think your first protocol is speaking to the HR department and seeing if there's anything they can do for you because everyone knows cost of living crisis, fucking Christmas, um, mental health problems nowadays. Like there's so many. Like issues that can happen. You going through sitting at, well, I would assume if he's got six weeks left, he's been off for probably two, three weeks. Like, so. Yeah, about eight weeks, I guess. Yeah, eight, nine weeks altogether off with no pay. That will fuck your mental health right up, especially around Christmas. So I think it might be worth. I thought. Go on. Like, um, statutory sick pay is like you have to be, unless you're like, isn't it? You get that after the first year of being somewhere, you get statutory sick pay. Uh, no, statutory sick pay is only like a hundred and something pound a week. Yeah, I know, but it's still something. But that, the company have to pay you that regardless. Like if you've been signed off by your doctor, unless you like you're a new start because you recruit it, right? Accumulate it. 
It depends at what this guy's worker situation is, because some companies will keep you as as though you're a self-employed person, but you're working for them, like under an umbrella company type situation. Or mm-hmm. he, if he's a contractor like I was, when I had COVID the first time round, I didn't have enough holiday to cover my time off. That was just before last Christmas. And mm-hmm. I got a week's statutory sick pay, but that was like 190 quid. So if this guy's got bills, they ain't going to cover her. But it's it, that's worth looking into anyway, because it's something. See, the only other thing you would do, like what I would do if I was in that situation, is you could phone Citizens Advice. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, and just say to them, they'll probably, you, you'll probably want to need like your contract, because they'll say to you, what does this say? And what's the, but that's what they're there for, aren't they? Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. Exactly. That would be, but the only other thing you do is if you're stuck is what can you do with a broken leg? You could, uh, if your mate's got an automatic and you've got a driver's license, you still technically could drive with one leg. You could do mm. like Uber Eats. You could do um, Uber in general and get a free gob glob. If you're going down that route as well, I'm sure there's some sort of like niche market on OnlyFans for people with like broken limbs. Is that? Oh yeah, it's called casting, isn't it? There was that film Crash about the people that were like causing accidents because they had like a scar fetish. Do you remember that? I remember that film. Yeah, that was fucking weird. That film. That was yeah, really it was weird. Yeah, dangerous as well. Yeah, you could have like uh, you get the old saran wrap around your cast and you're in the shower, sticking your leg out, making sure it doesn't get wet. <laughs> selling pictures like five pound a bob or something you'd be well away you might even not need to go back to work or there definitely is some weirdos there. that will fucking buy that and you might have actually uh, opened up a new like part of the market just just trying to help anywhere I can Jamie just trying to help but um, yeah like Jamie said either contact your HR if you've already done that I mean citizen's advice is pretty good unless you hurt your leg at work I don't think there's any real reason to try and sue him or claim or anything. I don't think a claim would work. Claim. I don't know whether this guy's no. come through it, whoever's trying to advise him, but I can't see no. how a claim would help. The only loss of earnings that you could claim against is whatever happened during that bike accident. Because I don't know whether a biking accident could be, he could be on a a motocross thing, or he could have been on a motorbike, he could have been on a fucking bike ride yeah, in the but fucking... Unless... Unless work, there's another person don't involved. Don't care unless you're at work. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, that's that's all they care about is what you're doing on their premises. So, if if I was the employer and you were like, I've had a bike accident, I'd be like, and I want paint. Well, are you working? Fuck mm. off. <laughs> I know guys that have hurt not, themselves you know I mean? a few times at work, uh, not at work, like done like their ACL and stuff like that in, and. Um, mm. He he had done his he broke his wrist one year and he'd done his ACL the other year both playing football, and his work paid him because he has a full time membership uh, not membership employment with them so he was paid for his six uh, his time off sick, but they were like don't play football and they told him to stop playing football basically because they're sick of paying for his sick pay. Yeah, so I mean it's not a, but yeah you, yeah I mean. The only other thing you could have done, which is probably too late now, is that you could have not gone to the hospital with your broken leg, gone to work, and then, you know, fall over. Threw yourself down some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got paid who you want. Not that we advise that. You know, you should never, ever 
do that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but, Dan, do you yeah, remember? So a bit late. Do you remember in Stopsley when we had a, a young Indian woman? Yeah, come in. Mm. It was during like a morning shift because she she saw some milk on the floor, and she literally threw herself over it like glided on it like it was fucking dancing on an ice yeah and it head <laughs> she headbutted like do you remember them little corner things that to stop you hitting the trolley against the fucking cabinets she headbutted that yeah. and really hurt herself and then we she's putting the claim against the shop yeah and we mm. i remember being in the thing and we were trying to find the cctv because at one point i was the only cunt that could work that cctv machine and oh, then I was like, I remember like reversing it and bringing it back, reversing it and bringing it back. And this woman literally did a Superman jump, like all four oh, limbs were in the air. It. Yeah, <laughs> she saw the milk. <laughs> we proved our case in the end. She saw the milk and she fucking Superman jumped onto the floor and smacked her head in it on purpose. She almost took a run up. Yeah. It was that obvious on the camera. Fucking filthy bitch. Anything for a quick bob? Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, so hopefully, you know, we've given you some advice to take away and a couple laughs. I do. Yeah, um, I do think your work are shit for not like trying to support you through it. Yeah, at least even sick pay is is something coming in. But um, be strong, man. Heal up, and uh, I'd get a different job when you uh, once you get there. Get away from that fucking place. Uh, right. Here we go. Oh, a juicy one, Jamie. A juicy one. So he says, just catch up with the show. Hopefully you're still taking emails. We're always taking emails. It's pretty much the uh, the icing of this show. And without it, it would just be a stale cake. He <laughs> um, says, you two are so relatable. As a duo, I wish I had friends like you in my area. I don't have friends like this in my area because Jamie is... Very, very far away. Yeah. <laughs> I try my best. I wish we had friends like this Find in some... our area. <laughs> <laughs> Find some creepy guy on the internet. You know what I mean? We're all around. It's fine. So he says that he has a quick question, which I don't feel is very quick. It's a very complicated situation he's put himself in. But he says, I work on a cruise ship and I've been dating a girl from the dining room for the duration of the trip. It's already got complicated, Jamie. <laughs> we stopped off. <laughs> we stopped off in a split last weekend for the day, and we both went on a dinner date. And I've come to realise she's just not for me when we're not on the boat. She got so drunk and was blowing bubbles in her cocktail with her nose through a straw. Maria, uh, <laughs> flirting with the Romanian waiter. And then called me a boring pussy around 12 or 13 <laughs> times. <laughs> At first it was slightly embarrassing. And then I just realised. Then I just got annoyed with her behaviour. Don't get me wrong. I love a drink myself. Don't we all. But I have six weeks left on the boat with her. Would you keep it going to the end? Or would you just end it? To complicate the situation. I've been sleeping with someone else on the boat as well. <laughs> and she's a lot more up my street. But I would look like an arsehole if I pursue this new flame. Thanks, guys. Well. 
And don't you... Oh, and don't you worry, boys. If I was to catch either of you in real life, I would definitely say hello. You're welcome. And I even let you say my name. <laughs> um, we've discussed about sleeping with people while you're at work. Yeah, it's never it's a, a good very, idea. Very bad idea. Yeah, no, not at all. This guy's got himself but, um, in a fucking predicament, isn't he? Yeah, he has. Yeah, I, I yeah. he's getting too loosey goosey <laughs> with that dick, mate. You're getting too loosey goosey with um, the dick. I do love the uh, the blowing bubbles though. <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. That would have been something um, Charlotte would have done when we first got together. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure Jamie is pretty good on this because when you and Charlotte go out, you've told me before that you're you can't drink because you have to make sure that Charlotte is behaving herself. Like it, not you not so much drinks. now, but when we were first together, Jesus Christ, there was a there was a lot of situations where I think both of us were trying to figure out how much alcohol we could drink. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't going too well. <laughs> we were like young, do you know what I mean? And uh, she used to get fucking wrecked, or I would do the same like the following week, and it would always be one of us looking after the other. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. The situation is fucking mad. Like, why? What in your mind thinks that it's a good idea to sleep with two people on one boat? I don't know how many people are on a cruise boat. That, I like, would have slept with a passenger because they get off, right? Yeah, but I think they stay on it for like the whole he's cruise. On the... Yeah, but as a worker on a cruise ship, I suppose you're, you're on there, there for a lot while, longer yeah. than the. Yeah, yeah. You do like the season, so it make more sense to. That's what I would do. I mean, I'm sitting here saying I wouldn't sleep with someone I work with, but of course I would. Everyone has listened to the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, Dan, you'd be in this exact predicament. You'd, in fact, you'd probably yeah, be I would, uh, talking to other ones there as well. <laughs> the passengers as well. The the easy answer would be, if this woman called you a boring pussy and all this sort of stuff, that could be your route. Obviously, to out. yeah. Obviously, don't fucking go with her. And if you enjoy the other one, go with her. That's the easy sort of. I, it's not that easy. It's going to be a lot more sloppy. I would say. I, what I would try to do, this is just going to sound like a slime ball, but what I would, <laughs> what I would try to do is like split it with the one that's annoyed me, the drunk, the drunkard one, and that I'm not keen on anymore, mm-hmm. and then leave it at about six days or six, seven days, and then then I'll be more open about getting with the other one. So it almost looks like it just happened after we split up, type thing. Yeah that's, mm, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I would think I'll probably do the same. Six days is a bit long. But, um, <laughs> yeah, she's basically sat there and she's embarrassed you. She's clearly not interested in you because she called you a boring pussy, which obviously means that the sex was great, but you two aren't. And if anything, you're on a cruise ship. You think you're the only person sleeping with someone else that's fucking... She's probably doing the same thing. She's flirting with the Romanian waiter. She's mm. basically on someone else's lap in front of you. So, just say, oh, you said quite a lot when you were drunk, because she probably doesn't remember it. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems like you're not interested. I think we should just leave it at that. And then, off you trot. Do what you like. And if you're Sleep dating, it's not all exclusive, is it? No. And obviously, 
people do that, don't they? People go on cruise ships and that, and they like, oh, I'm just going to have like it's like a holiday romance, right? Well, I think cruise well, I ships are actually known for swingers. There's like there's Man, like this rule or something that they put an elephant on their door or something. <laughs> Is that really? I think so. Oh. It's like an elephant or a zebra or something they put on their door. <laughs> Maybe this guy can hook me up with with uh, cheap cruise tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mate, what kind of cruise ship are you on? Do you remember the film <laughs> Cruise Ship where where he annoys the travel agent and she puts him on a gay cruise and no, he ends up turning that, gay? No. That was, it was like a cheesy comedy, but it's fucking brilliant. It's called Cruise Ship. <laughs> fucking brilliant. I can um, imagine like you seeing a elephant on the door and you I could, you just walk and you like <laughs> like hey guys uh, I saw there was an elephant outside uh, do you want me to have sex with your wife yeah do you want me to bring this elephant in with me oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah I um I don't know if I could do it I get yeah I mean a bit like um do you have to watch me like that like get out of it. I, don't, I get a bit like that's the same thing with a porn, right? I couldn't handle everyone looking at me while I'm doing. I couldn't do it. No, no, no. I'd look like a tomato because I get really embarrassed and I'd go like red in the face, <laughs> and then it just it just looks like she's getting fucking raw dogged by a hot dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, just lots of yeah, heavy no, breathing but, and a red face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. There's no way of you not having some sort of fucking problem you've dug yourself into a hole but yeah i mean i would just don't leave it just get just nip it in the butt man just go up to her and say nah thanks but no thanks and then move on with the other one yeah i like i it's how long did he say he's got left six weeks six weeks yeah was that right was that the other email (laughs) me and you can't keep information in jamie yeah, I have six weeks left. Yeah, it's a long time to be maintaining a relationship with someone that you're not really keen on. Especially if you've got someone that you like. And yeah. a cruise ship is fucking massive. He said that she worked in the dining hall. It looks like you're going to be eating somewhere else for the rest of the fucking... They can't have just one... I've never been... Have you been on a cruise? No, but I know there's like restaurants and there's like hundreds of restaurants sometimes. Yeah, so she can't... I mean... You probably will be able to avoid her at some sort of degree. But um, just hope the other woman isn't in the dining room as well. Yeah. And you've really got yourself in a fucking doodad. Loving the grapefruit at the minute. But um, the first thing I was wondering was like, I wonder where he's going. Where he's going? What? On the cruise? Completely unrelated. I would. Well, the split, splits in Croatia, isn't it? So it must be a European cruise. Oh, was that a place? Yeah, split is like a place in Croatia. <laughs> I thought I'd read it wrong, but I just left it in there. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so who the? F- what kind of name is that? Split. You know yeah, I mean? Croatian, mate. Split what? Yeah. Good now. Oh, it's supposed to be really nice, but expensive, isn't it? There's um, a cruise that's in Scotland where you can go to like Norway and that. That'd be pretty cool. I'd love to do that. Yeah. 
just turn up with 15 elephants for everyone's doors and that. I was going to say, do you think there'd be swingers going to Croatia? Well, there might be. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, just nip it and get with the other one. She sounds much more. Although, take that, the straw blowing bubbles thing trick with you, because that's pretty funny. <laughs> I fucking love that. I don't know why. <laughs> I think that'd be really But funny. I could imagine being that guy, like, sitting there sober on the date, and then she's, like, fucked on the other side of the table, and she's, like, blowing stuff through her nose. Oh, mate. I'd be looking at her thinking, who is this woman? I need to get away from her. It's just like, how could you... Oh, I don't know. But she must have been drunk previously. I don't know how cruise ships work. Do you get, like... Is it like when you're on a cruise ship, you're working that entire time? Like, there's no... Until you get to, like, a place where everyone gets off the ship, then you get, like, a day day off. Maybe, yeah. I'd say probably, maybe. It's so hard maybe to... Because I don't really that... know how long they stay on the boat and stuff. It's hard to tell, isn't it? I thought you were all up in the cruise. Wasn't there a show you were watching about a ship, a cruise ship? Yeah, that was about super yachts, though, isn't it? Oh, okay. Like little boats. Yeah, yeah. They were like uh, little boats that like just like one millionaire family would live on for a week or whatever. But they would work the entire time. Them people, they would work the whole time, and then when that charter would leave. At the end of the week, they would get like a night off, and then the new chart would start, and then carry on that way. Mm, maybe it's the same same thing then. I would assume maybe. Weird, fuck that. Mm. Not my cup of tea. I don't think I would be able to sit sit on a boat for fucking six months. There's no way. Oh, what working wise? Mm. No, I thought about it at one point when I was stuck in like the airport, like when I left the co-op. Yeah. Because there was a couple of people there, and I was like, "You can't get away from them." The best thing about being in a shop is that when you serve someone and you do it quick enough, they fuck off. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. You serve someone on a boat, where are they going to go? They're going to come back. No, I don't know if I like that or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what gets me about CEX. The so for the American listeners and that CEX is a place where junkies that steal phones go to sell them no so you could take your unwanted stuff you can take dvds games books computers not books is it like computers, gamestop they have gamestop in it game is that simple yeah sort of and they give you you can take cash or credit yeah and then they sell it on so in the uk cex is just known for shit service like the slowest because everyone that works there is like out, I'd say they were like outcasts, right? They're like I would say, you know, if you could imagine like the group of goths from South Park, <laughs> yeah. If they yeah, if yeah. they were like the the workers in that <laughs> shop, that's what uh, CEX is like. <laughs> yeah, so there's like there's like a time frame board. They're like, oh, if you bring in a an Xbox, it's gonna take us like twenty minutes to check that it works and stuff. Double it because that's how fucking long it takes. You could have a queue of twenty people standing there. And four of them are wandering around and one person's diddling in front of it. You know what I mean? It's the worst fucking... And in December, and I was to myself... in December, it's... Uh, England is England and Scotland are cold countries, yeah? In yeah. December. CEX is possibly the most hot... It's like walking into molten lava. <laughs> 
All you can smell is the BO from the workers. <laughs> and, oh, mate, I, yeah. I fucking hate being in CEX. I never go in there for that pure you know, reason. My brother loves it because he collects all the old games. But, like, I'm standing in the queue thinking about when I was in retail and I think to myself, you clearly don't want to deal with anyone. That's just your persona. Mm. So why don't you do it fucking quicker so I can fuck off and you can stand and do nothing? Yeah, yeah. No. They want to go even slower, have a bit of a talk to each other, hide behind the back. Ah, oh, fucking hell. We used to get pulled into the office if there was more than three people in the queue more than a couple of times when you was on the till. Do you remember? We had a meeting that basically told you how to have a conversation with people because they said, don't tell them your life story, just give them a little bit of ba- uh, like yeah. banter yeah. and then tell them to fuck off. Yeah. Because we had that one woman, didn't we, that just would talk and talk and talk and talk and the queue would get fucking longer and longer. Oh, she used to piss me off. But you know, yeah. But CX don't have that. If you're retarded or a reject, have no friends. Come to CX. We'll put you behind the till and you can do whatever the fuck you like. Are you socially inept? Because if you are, (laughs) this is the job for you. We want you. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway... Yeah, I'm sure that's not what it's like on a cruise ship as we went off somewhere else. <laughs> How do we even get there? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure someone else will be listening without to figure it out. Anyway, so um, let us know. Let us know what happened. It answers some of our cruise ship. Uh, thing like, Do you have to work continuously? Am I being stupid for asking that question? I don't think so. They might have shifts if it's that big. I don't know. Seems like a pain in the ass, to be honest. They must be getting paid pretty well for it. Um, so, we've got a pre- previous listener emailing again. Sorry, burp in there. Beer's coming back. So, the last email he sent was about... He lived with um, two housemates, and they were both sleeping with the same guy, and he was going to record them... Or he did record them and he was going to show it that he didn't give a bollocks or something. He he, record, right, he, he said he was going to record talking. the guy admitting that he didn't care about either that girl he didn't or something. Care. Yeah. So I thought it was two blokes. Jamie thought it was two women. It was two women. Pat yourself on the back, Jamie, you dickhead. Wee. But um, maybe I just thought three gays in a house would be more interesting. I don't know. <laughs> it's what it is, isn't it? But um so he's got himself in a situation as well. So he says, I've been messaging with a guy and he seems to be well into it and wants to be with me. He is a he is a handsome man and seems like the whole package. Good job, good looking, tall with a dad bod. I don't understand the dad bod. Anyway. Um the only issue is he's married and has been and he has been transparent about it since the start and it didn't stop me from messaging but now it feels a bit more real as I have seen seen them in the local supermarket together. Would you cut it off with him or try to convince him to tell his wife or even just accept it and have fun? I feel like a terrible human being but I can't seem to help myself when it comes to him. Check that one. It's rough. It's a rough one. Seeing him in the supermarket is rough. Like, yeah, big time. Like, oh. 
that makes it that's the thing that makes it real right like oh you're married doesn't matter blah 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 laughing giggling whatever and then you see them both together and you're like he, he is married it's like fucking reality isn't it yeah like obviously the woman's being deceived the guy's clearly not out of the closet um I don't know, it's a, it's a difficult one. I can imagine this has happened a lot in the past. But Jamie, everyone be fucking everyone, right? Everyone be fucking, Dan. I'm telling you now, man. <laughs> everyone be fucking. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I never knew I, there were so many like people, fucking Jamie. bisexual people in this world. Do you know that? I bring these out in our listeners. It's what's coming. It's what happens when you have a podcast with Dan. <laughs> everyone be fucking. Everyone be fucking. Um, everyone be fucking. I think the the mm, the two most sensible things to do is either cut it off or get him to sort it out. Because at this point, nothing's happened. You're not the bad guy. As a point of just talking to him, you're the single one. Yeah. But I think if it goes any further, then you are going to be a home wrecker. It's always two sides. Yeah. Yeah. There's always two sides. Whether it's but then I think as well, like we said in the last episode, guys uh, would just do whatever they want. So I think you have to sit down with him and say, what is it you're actually looking for? And if he says a bit of fun, then just take it from there. But if he says more than that, then he's got to deal with his wife. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we've had a few scenarios where I've said they all they want is their cake and eat, uh, uh, their cake and eat it as well. Do you know what I mean? Like... The guy that needs to sort anything out in this situation really is the guy that you're chatting to. I feel as though mm-hmm. you're not, as Dan said, you've not done nothing wrong at the moment because you've not physically went there. But I think once you cross that line, then you'll be implicated just as much as he is. Um, yeah. Get him to have that conversation with his wife if that's the way he wants to go. If not, you'll know his intentions with you. And then move on. There's always another person for you do you know what I mean this place is but that's like you know that you're going to bump into them now that's the thing that gets me like I like to have like as little drama as possible mm. because I'm lazy and I just can't be bothered to deal with it but like if you've seen them if it goes horribly wrong and you know she discovers whatever you guys are doing if it goes down that road you're definitely going to bump into her again for yeah fucking damn sure yeah, and if it's a small enough thing. town as well, it could be fucking a load of drama. Yeah, fuck that. No, I think that <clears throat> the fact that you're questioning it means you know that the real answer, really. I think, I think that this guy needs to confront his demons and either tell his missus the truth and that he's got feelings for a man that is outside of the relationship, etc., etc., or nip it in the bud and move on. Yeah, because if he's already talking to someone, he's obviously decided that... He, he's either decided that he, he doesn't want to be with her or he wants to fool around. Yeah. That would be my... That would be what I would do if I... Well, I wouldn't. I would just... I wouldn't do that. But <laughs> in my head, that's what I... Yeah, you know I mean... Yeah. Oh, it's starting to fizzle out. I'm going to look elsewhere to see if there's any options sort of thing. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of think that it might, it might be something that <clears throat> you might have to look into how you guys met, 
because if you guys met on like a dating app, then he's been intentionally going out, and you're probably not the only person he's talking to. As well, that's very true. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah, it's all gonna tell it, sit down and have a conversation, which is the hardest. Yeah, it's easy to just go along with it, but I think you need to put on the brakes and. Uh, did it say that he'd met him, or was he just talking? Just talking. Because I mean. The easiest way to tell if someone is their attentions is by doing it face to face, because by message and messenger and that they can just write whatever they want. Yeah, true. You it could all I mean? be fantasy at that point for that guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but then if you're face to face and, but then are you trusting yourself being face to face? I don't the think so. The temptation might be there. I wouldn't be. Able to. <laughs> you don't think so. Because everyone be fucking Jamie. <laughs> everyone it. be fucking Dan. <laughs> yeah, so let us know what you decide to do. Obviously, we don't want any listeners to put themselves in too much trouble. So keep your head on. Be smart. And don't follow the, uh, the pork sword. Ignore it. And uh, let us know how it goes. <laughs> Use your brain, not your know. dick. Use your yeah, brain, yeah. not your dick. Yeah, I want to know. I like all this gossip. Is it gossip? <laughs> to us, it's gossip. What yeah. What class is it? What what class is it as gossip? If anything, uh, is it, what, what is it? Because we're now telling everyone else. Does that make it gossip? Well, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, because me and you are being gossip mm. queens right now. Yeah. If anything, yeah, we're the we're the ones spreading. But there's no names, Jamie, so no one knows. It's all anonymous. <laughs> well, everyone else knows I could be sitting at home rewriting these emails myself. <laughs> I'm not I'm not that creative, so but they are very sex orientated, so you could you could surmise that I might be doing it myself. That would be hey, mental. Jamie, look, <laughs> that's another email. <laughs> That'd be fucking mental. No, <laughs> Because I'm really bad with names, so all the emails would say Dan, because it would be like, what's this one's name? Oh, I don't know, just write Like Dan, Dan 2, Dan 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just send you screenshots without the names in, so you can't see it. It'll come from my email address. Um, So this email's quite long, but he's given us a funny story, and he's, he's asked us a question, and the story is very funny, so hopefully... I can uh I don't cock it up too much with my retardation. So he says, I know how Dan enjoys the sexual disaster stories. <laughs> I promise I haven't written any of these. My ma had bought a courgette zucchini. I don't know if that was what a zucchini was, I just always assume that's the American word, right? Yeah, Australian Master Chef is the only reason I know what a zucchini is, which is the Courgette. I would just call it a courgette. <clears throat> yeah. Looks like a cucumber. Yeah. You fry Horrible. it. Tastes like shit. Oh, no. See, if you fry it up, I don't mind that. My granddad used to grow them. Anyway. Uh, oh, he put, if you're not sure what that is, we just had that discussion, so that's fine. <laughs> um, as a 13-year-old boy, I was experimenting with life. and was curious and how it would feel as I found out from boys in school you could you have a G-spot in your ass. Ooh. The old mystery G-spot, Jamie. Everyone be fucking Dan. 
hope he's not. He's only 13. Anyway, <laughs> I stole the courgette and took it upstairs. I put a condom on it and attempted to put it up there. There's another question. Where the fuck has a 13-year-old got a condom from? I, I would have had a condom at 13. They used to come around yeah, and give it to you. Nah, in, schools in... give them out, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Scratch that. Now, now knowing what I know I should have used for lube, but I didn't. At the time, I used E45 cream and got it halfway in, but it was too painful, so I gave up and threw the condom in the bin and fell asleep. Ugh. Next day, I went to school and threw the courgette in the downstairs bin on the way out. Ugh. When I came home that evening, mum was cooking spaghetti bolognese. But when we sat down to dinner as as mum was having a health kick, she had done courgette instead of spaghetti. (coughs) At this point, I thought she must have had more than one. But she went on to mention that for some reason she must have thrown it away by mistake and she managed to save it as the bin there was nothing else in it. So I, so I, so I sat there as a thirteen-year-old boy eating a courgette, knowing what I've done with it the night previous. I told my brother a few years after, and he still can't believe it. <laughs> Dirty bastard. That's all I've got to say to that. I'm sorry, but it's cooked. It's it, all the germs and that have gone, and it didn't even go in. The condom went in. And E45 cream. So if anything, it would have just tasted a bit of like latex. I feel as though you're standing up for him, Dan, because you have done something similar to this. I've never put a vegetable up Mars. <laughs> I have tried to. Everyone has tried to find the G spot, but you can never get to it, Jamie. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just that. It's just that eluding spot that can never be found. But that's why when you go to the toilet, it feels so good, right? That's why I was thinking anyway. Oh mate, first I, like I don't even know where to start with this one. Like that is a madness, and that that story is fucking <laughs> mental. Like what? First, all, what the fuck is it? E forty five cream. It's that stuff that you put on like your face and that for like spots in it. And that E forty five. That's what I had it for. Uh, like when you have really bad skin. That's a P forty five you get when you get fired, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I would like to see him wrapping a courgette in a P45. And then it up I was like, <laughs> I got so confused. Unless he's doing it at work and be like, thanks for this, you fucking wankers, and stick up his ass. Just for the paper cuts. Oh, man. <laughs> you telling me you didn't like experiment when you were a kid? Not with my bum hole. Exploring your body, Jamie. I don't even remember. I don't have a clear memory of when I discovered there was a second function for my penis. I I, I don't even know. I couldn't even (laughs) tell you. Maybe when I was in the bath state, when I was like fucking early teens, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Flicking it about. (laughs) I think that's a pretty good story. That's pretty. That's a that's a story that you bring up at like your kid's wedding, when you stand up in front of the whole family and bring it up. Really, Dan? <laughs> what, at your kid's wedding? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's the type of story you bring up at like someone's this, stag this reminds me of... <laughs> No, you need maximum... Imp- you need like, like everyone to know just to embarrass everyone, yeah. <laughs> You're like, your, your daughter's sitting there and her new mother-to-be... Mother, mother-in-law is like, 
fainting because you're talking about putting a fucking courgette up your bum hole when you're yeah maybe 30. you've got it's a nice wedding there's courgettes in the in the meal and you're like oh this reminded me of a story when i was younger <laughs> <laughs> first of all i remember my mum giving me courgette when i was younger yeah and courgette is fucking diabolical it's disgusting oh is that what it's called yeah it's when they like they put it through this thing that makes it like stringy, like spaghetti, mm-hmm. but it doesn't lose its moisture. So it just fucking it's like having wet noodle on the plate. It's disgusting. It doesn't sound very nice either. Plus, nah. on top of but, that, um, you got E forty five and bum hole smell on it as well, which is fucking disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. It's cooked. No one got sick. It's fine. Everyone no. does things like that, except Jamie. As I, as I said to you earlier, Dan, I would have had to have confessed to my mother, and then my mum probably would have disowned me at that point. And then why would you confess? You've you've passed like no one knows. Because I could, I could not it. eat it, Dan. I couldn't eat it, knowing where it'd been. I couldn't eat it. There's no way I could put that in my to, mouth. To to be fair, he'd thrown it away just because his his mum's savvy and found it. What is his mum doing going through the bin? Well, she probably went to throw something away and noticed that it was in the bottom. Oh, oh, it's giving me shivers. It's giving me shivers. (laughs) That's what makes me laugh about the P45. (laughs) That threw me off um, totally. I did not know. I was like, what the fuck is a P45 cream? I don't know. Yeah, if it was me, um, condoms have got lube on them anyway. Yeah, they're a little bit like slick. They're not I like overly lube, though. Try to like get that up your bum. Soap. I would just go straight for like soap. That would be my for like on hand. Vaseline. You're not supposed to use Vaseline, are you? Well, this kid fucking didn't know what he was using, did he? He used a face cream. <laughs> what if he used like something like, uh, do you know them, them anti-spot creams back in the day? I can't remember what they're called. They're called like clear all and stuff like that, where it's like acid on your face. Oh, yeah. Imagine if you put that on it. World of pain. Well, end up in A and E because then you would definitely have to tell him because you wouldn't be able to sit down to eat it. Yeah, you'd be like, <laughs> they'll be like, son, why are you bringing around that uh, rubber ring that we got for holiday? But no reason. Enjoy your zucchini, mother. Hanging over the thing. If anything, if anything, that he could then use that if he ever his mum ever pissed him off. He'd be like, is is that right, mum? Yeah. You know that zucchini you ate the other day? Up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I was in hospital the other day, mum? I would love, if we've got a listener that's a nurse, because I always hear stories that nurses and doctors that work in A&E departments have to deal with at least one geezer a week that's got experimental with his bum, yeah? I would love mm. for you to write in and just let us know. Any like crazy shit, crazy stories, man. I'd love it. My my one, I always tell people, and and if any, there's there's probably some carers that listen that can confirm it. Is that in old people, everyone be fucking. Like I knew a guy who said that he used to go in in the morning to like wake everyone up, and he would go into the rooms and there'd be like fucking George from down the aisle. He's like, <laughs> give us five minutes. You have to leave and get out. <laughs> <laughs> that place is just full of like STDs and fucking oh mate riddled with crabs crabs everywhere isn't it? yeah <laughs> if anyone wants to email and uh, has got any funny stories about walking in on 
on two old people bang. Oh <laughs> god. Oh god. We're reaching new lows on <laughs> this episode. Thought of that. Mate, I can't wait to be put in a home. You get fed, you get your ass wiped, and you get to bang with the other residents. Like that sounds like fucking heaven. It's like two leather bags thrown on the floor, Dan. That's what it would be like having, with them having sex. Well, when you're 80, do you think you're going to get a fucking 30-year-old woman? No, Jamie, are you? No. I, mean, I would hope I'd have enough shot, money to but... hire one. <laughs> she just comes to the front desk of the old people's home. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm here to see uh, Mr. Maltman. Oh, are you a you family? Yes, I'm the niece. Her name is Jamelia. <laughs> Jamelia, yeah, up the stairs. Then you start banging. <laughs> like, what are you doing in there? She's she's helping me put up a shelf. I don't know whether I, <laughs> I don't know whether I lived long enough to get in a home. I don't think. I don't know, man. My no, life I'm is too chaotic already. And I'm only thirty-five. Everything's falling apart. You're going to be one of them geezers that go in a home at sixty, isn't it? Like way too young. <laughs> be like the maverick. Still got dark hair. <laughs> Just fucking roaming around. Mm-mm. See you later, love. Mm-mm. Mildred's like, there goes my stallion. As, she, as she's fucking eating her porridge, and you're like swaggering down the aisle. <laughs> Everyone's Tom. Uh, what do they call it? What's the one where you like you've got a younger fella? Uh, toy boy. Toy boy. That's it. Everyone's toy boy. Go and get my applesauce. Because everyone assumes you eat applesauce when you're old. <laughs> fucking love applesauce. But he actually has a question after us talking about his vegetable troubles. So he says, I have my mother-in-law interfering in mine and my wife's relationship. She keeps telling the other half that I don't earn enough money for her and she needs to find someone with a more stable job. I'm not in conv- I'm not into confrontation, but what do I do if she keeps undermining our relationship? Big thanks. Keep up the hard work. Easy. Knock her out. <laughs> um, a, this is a two-stage two manoeuvre. First, first part of the manoeuvre is tell the missus that if, she, if you're not good enough financially for her, she can go fuck herself. Second part right. is if the mother mentions it in front of you, you're just going to have to go for the confrontation, I think. I um, I love all them trashy shows, and one of them is called um, Smothered. Smothered, okay. which is about like yeah, it's about um, mums and daughters that are too close to each other. They do a, another one called uh, Mama's Boy, which is guys that are too close to their mums. Mm. But there was a family in that where the mum was just fucking all over, like all over the place, all over their relationship. Wouldn't let him buy this for her because he said it was too expensive and all this sort of stuff. And it just gets me so angry because you bring your child up to fend for themselves, right? So she's gone and met someone. That's none of your fucking business. If she's met someone who's fucking homeless, you know what I mean? Yeah, as long as that decision. person's treating them right and loves them in the right way, then yeah. that's, the only, that's the only input that is needed, really. Yeah, so tell the fuck off. I would say to um to the wife, I'd be like, "Does it bother you?" And if she says no, 
I'll be like, mm. well, then tell your mum that, otherwise I'm going to fucking tell her. Yeah. Does it matter? Exactly. How fucking ridiculous. Oh, God, I hate that. Mate, like, yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte's had a friend in the past where her boyfriend would buy like her loads of presents and stuff and then Charlotte's friend would like try and guilt trip Charlotte into saying that she gets loads of presents off this geezer but I don't uh, I wasn't getting as much for her and Charlotte's other friend wasn't getting as much for um, Charlotte's other friend's boyfriend wasn't getting as much for him her Mm. and uh, I was just like well if that's upsetting you then obviously that's not the way that it should be. Tell her to fuck off. That's what I essentially said. Yeah, tell her to fuck off. <laughs> it's yeah. You know I mean, if you're supposed to, if you're gonna be with this person for a long time, she's just got to fucking accept it. It's none of her fucking business. None of her fucking business. No. Like I'm close to my mum, but she knows not to fucking come at me like that because I'll just be like fuck off. You know, no, and if the person likes you enough, then problems within the <clears throat> between like the mother-in-law and yourself would never cause an issue in the relationship. But I would do anything you can to avoid it because obviously you don't want that. Yeah. But if they're already talking negatively toward about you, then I would confront the situation so she knows that I'm pissed off about it. Basically. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you speak to your wife and she's not bothered. Because that's the main, that's the only thing that matters, right? Yeah. Is what is what your missus thinks. So if she's happy with what you're doing, then fuck the mother-in-law. What does she fucking do? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Fucking bitch. Oh, by the <laughs> way, you should watch Smothered. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> but it does it fucking go. make you know your what blood I'm up with them shows. Fucking, it's so good. But yeah, no, I just don't understand the, it's like, sometimes when I'm watching it, I think to myself, the the mother or the dad or whatever that are trying to like, relive through their kids. Yeah. So they're like, oh, he hasn't got this, he hasn't got that, because that's what they're worried about. Mm-hmm. It's like, you shouldn't do it, but it's, you've got to let your kids make their own mistakes, or it's not a mistake, like if she loves you or whatever and wants to be with you. What does it matter how much you earn? We're in a fucking living crisis. No one at this point, unless you're fucking Rishi Sumac, if that's his right name, is is well off. You know what I mean? Everyone's shit job. No one's got enough fucking money. You're just happy to be with someone. Yeah, exactly. And I think you're right. Like, a lot of these parents are trying to live by curiously through the daughters or sons or whatever, and... You just got to kind of take it as it is. Like that is what is going on in that situation. So I don't know. Let um, let the, your other half's reaction to how you feel about it be the judgment of how well, how you should how you should go on with it. If you know what I mean. Yeah, because I think if you did com- confront her and. One ten. <laughs> um, yeah, if you did confront her, that could cause something between you and your missus. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to cause that rift. 
No. So yeah, always run as most good relationships, Jamie, always run it past your other half first. Yeah. And any man that tells me that they wear the pants in their relationship, yeah, fuck yourself. No, you do not. <laughs> if you think you do, you're being le- led to think you do because you do not. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Oh, to finish it off, did you see the um, doorbell footage of Paddy the Baddie? Yes. Yes, I was, I was, I was hoping you'd bring this up because I forgot about it. Um, absolutely brilliant. I love it because he's one of my favourite people. His YouTube is brilliant. Mm. He's really fighting cool. this weekend. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's another thing that I was going to talk about. Because we spoke. I think the very first episode, we spoke about. Lo- is it Logan Paul or Jake? Logan Paul. Logan Paul about fighting Paddy, and he's yeah. doing it again now. Was Jake calling Paul him out? It? Is it Jake Paul? I can't fucking I think... remember. They're both dickheads. Yeah. The bo- one, whichever one's the boxer. They're both the wrestler. Oh fucking hell! They're both well, just fucking cancel both of them. They're such fucking arseholes. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So for anyone that missed it, one of the knob faces, wherever his fucking name, he's got a tattoo on his chest. I know that. Said to said to uh, Paddy, Gimlet. <laughs> Pimlet. <laughs> Pimlet. Um, let's spar. Um, I'll fly you out to wherever you fucking was um, on a private jet. And then if you beat me in sparring, I'll give you a million pounds or dollars, whatever it was. And then Paddy was on a podcast and he said, "What? this clown's inviting me on a plane because he knows I'm fighting next week. Yes, yeah, so he's, so he's, not, like, he's never going to do it. You? Yeah. No. He's in camp. He's like, how about you get a plane and come over here and he goes, I'll beat this guy up on the, the Saturday, I'll have a rest on the Sunday and then I'll beat you up on a Monday. And I'm like, oh! Get in there. <laughs> Be fucking mental. The thing That'd is, Jake mental. Paul will not do it in the octagon. It's, he will only do it in boxing and then, I think like, you just got to hope that Paddy Pimnit, because he's not in a... He's not retired and fucking 20 years past his prime that he would be able to beat him no problem. Do you know what I mean? He's not a boxer though, is he? He's, a... he's not a boxer. That's what not... I mean. It, mo- yeah. I think what, well, I a lot of what he, he does is fucking... the grappling. Yeah. When he did the... Uh, he fought the the 10 Marines. It was all through like holds, wasn't it? Mm. But um, I just think we fucking brilliant. I would still love Paddy, even if because it's only sparring. That's why he's doing it, so he doesn't technically lose. Yeah, yeah, true. Whatever the yeah. thick, thick face is, you know what I mean. <clears throat> but um, even if Paddy lost, I think people would still prefer Paddy because he's fucking brilliant. Well, yeah, Paddy's I mean, Paddy's like one of them liked characters where Jake Paul is living off of the clout that everyone hates him. Yeah, because he's a fucking knobhead. But um. As I mentioned, yeah, there's footage if you wanted to Google it. It's like on TikTok and everything as well. So Paddy was out walking his dog and it took a shit out front of someone's house. So he rings the doorbell and she's like, Are you Paddy? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, Yeah, I am, yeah. He's like he's what does he say? He goes, I'm sorry, love. My dog's just taking a sloppy shit out front of your house. You haven't got a cup of water so I can wash it away. And she's like, No, don't worry about it, I'll sort it out later. And he's like, You sure? <laughs> <laughs> and then people are asking him 
if it was staged. And he goes, why the fuck would I stage a, a ring doorbell saying about my dog's got a, slop, a sloppy shit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. It just shows how humble he is that he's he's willing to do that instead of just leaving it. Yeah. There's a great, if you watch his YouTube, there's a great footage of him going to the football, obviously Liverpool. And um, all these people ask him photos and he's like, I always take a photo with someone if they say please. And this fucking guy grabs him after all these photos and he's like, come over here. And he's like, nah. And the guy's like, what? He's like, no, I'm not, you're not pulling me anywhere unless you say fucking thank you or or please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's pissed off his head, isn't he? I think respect, absolute respect to him. Yeah, he's a good guy. It, uh, like I, I think that he would do well in the UFC because he's he's got such a good personality that yeah. it's, it, he'll be worth fucking backing for a little while anyway, at least. There was, um, I think that same video on YouTube. He had some like a follower on Twitter or something do a post about Liverpool, mm. and he and he like. Or did he slag him off or something? But Paddy was basically like, "If they lose or whatever, you have to come in and we'll fight, sort of thing, like spar." And he called him in, like just a random fan came into the fucking gym, this like kid, and he actually like sparred with him. And I was like, That's "Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah." There's no um, chip on his shoulder now that he's people knows his name. You know what I mean? He's still just the same. Same, Same type guy. of guy he was before. And that's what will be, because fame won't get to me, Jamie. <laughs> I can imagine me and you being like the Beatles. <laughs> Just like, do you know when um, in, the, in the 90s, they went through a stage of like putting a sheet over their head when they walked through the crowd? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be me, but no one's looking at me, but I'll be thinking like it's happening there. <laughs> When you get on stage with Alan Carr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, to finalise this episode, what do you think I'm going to say next? I thought you were going to ask me what happened in this episode like you normally do. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone be fucking, Dan. Everyone be fucking. Everyone be fucking. That's Mate, what's happening. so many catchphrases, I swear to God. Yeah. Um, again everyone get in them emails send us uh, any feedback any questions any like little crazy stories like we received about Mr. Sakini. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, send it all into two men no hope at gmail.com and we tend to release earlier in the week guys so if you could send your emails in pretty soon after you've listened because we see you guys listen and then we receive emails last minute every t- every time <laughs> yeah we normally try and i think normally it's a tuesday yeah it's the normal day that we try and but that, we left it a couple of days because we wanted a few more emails yeah we wanted a juicier episode and hopefully it's panned out all right for you guys um is there any anything you wanted to add about no you said the christmas stuff at the beginning didn't you so yeah, yeah. I'll pass but just it over to, to reiterate it, yeah. just to um, like we said, we got a few ideas what we want to do. Um, if you guys wanted to see or hear anything, or you wanted to be have a quick video chat with us on the podcast, 
you know, you're more than welcome to. But, you know, you have to let us know. You can't just do these things out of the, the blue without if there's no one going to be on it. But if you're quite happy just wanting to send in a story, Christmas story, bad present, family member farting at the dinner table, anything like that, send it in, we'll read it out, and then you can play the Christmasish episode for your family on Christmas Day. <laughs> That's what you want to do. That's what we all want. And then uh and then we can crack on with the new year and uh more big plans, hopefully, Jamie. New year, new pod. And I will get Jamie <laughs> I will get Jamie to disapprove in say Dan with his present for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to try and up you. That's I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you can either, because I've got an idea, and I just hope I can get it done before. We've got a lot of postal strikes at the minute, so um, yeah, that could be a little fucking th- spanner in the works. Yeah, I may have gone overboard, but I think you guys will find it funny. So uh, it's all good, and it's not a sex toy. Everyone thinks it's going to be a sex toy, but I'm not going to buy him one because I know he won't use it. So it's not going to be a sex toy. That's not happening. <laughs> he will use my gift. <laughs> I will use it. Oh god! Now I don't really don't know what it is. (laughs) So um, so yeah, send it in. Let us know what you want, and um, we'll try and make it happen. Oh, and if you know anyone, if you've got a band, a mates band or anything that that plays Christmas music, we would love to have a section at the end with someone that does a Christmas song. That would be great. If not, it's just going to be a normal. Um, no hope has got talent, but I thought I'd put that out there just in case. You know what I mean? We might have the next Christmas hit on the podcast. You never know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> right. So uh, this week for No Hope has got talent, um, we have got a previous band, uh, Bluebird, that we played before. Uh, we love it. They've sent us their new song. We like to keep up with the artists that have been on. There's no reason why they can't be on again. If they've got a new single, we're happy to play it. As yep. we've done for Megan. Fernal Records is quite big on our podcast. We've got a couple coming from um, Brew Nation as well, haven't we? Brew Nation, yeah. So there is new songs. So um, And this one's quite a nice one for today, actually. I'm, I'm in the mood for this song, and hopefully you guys will be when you hear it. Um so the new song that they've sent us is called Song and Dance which came out on November 28th so it's last week um, it says in this speck of life that's gone in a flutter you know what you've got to do which is a line from the song it's written in the dark time we call lockdown Bluebird's Song and Dance asks us to make the most of our time on this mortal coil it is a release of positive pen up energy and a collaboration of what is possible which I think it's all good because who doesn't need a bit of you know release of energy when we're all stuck in the freezing cold because no one can turn the heating on. <laughs> 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 but like I said, Bluebird, we've linked their description or their links in the description before, but we obviously will do it again. And um, thanks guys for sending your new single. You know, any more? Please send our way. We're happy to play it. And um, this is Song and Dance by Bluebird. And we'll catch you guys later.
The day's too short to stare at the horizon Waiting for your ship to come in Placing safe bets at the table On a game you can never lose or win Keeping your cards truly hidden Waiting for the dealer's hand to turn Even stakes keep you safe from bleeding Nothing's lost, but nothing's really learned You've got to dance like there's no tomorrow Sing a song like you just don't care Cause when the day is done At the setting sun we disappear And just your song and dance will still be here Each along the meal is stemmed to nowhere As the butterfly soars up and cuts the blue This pack of life that's gone in a flutter Deep down you know what you gotta do You've got to wake up, step out those shadows Let the world see what you can do Don't wait for another tomorrow Song and dance will still be here. Song and.